Hello and welcome to the Teach for the Heart podcast. I'm your host, Linda Cardamus, and I'm here to give you the ideas and inspiration you need to overcome your teaching challenges and make a lasting difference in your students' hearts and lives. This season, we're tackling one of teachers' most common problems, and that is how on earth to find work-life balance amidst all the craziness that is teaching. We're focusing this season on overarching principles and productivity tips that will help you get everything done without letting it take over your life. If you're just jumping in now, I'd encourage you to go back and check out some of the earlier episodes, but you'll definitely won't want to miss this one. You see, last week we talked in particular about six reasons why you can't keep up this pace, and we kind of painted a little bit of a bleak picture, really trying to help you realize why if you have been overwhelmed, stressed, and feeling like teaching is taking over your life, why that simply could not continue and why something has to change. So this week, I'm excited to finally bring you the solution. And I'm actually going to be speaking with Angela Watson of the 40-Hour Teacher Workweek Club. This club is, in a word, amazing. Uh, But I won't take too much of Angela's thunder. We'll go ahead and jump right over to the interview now. Well, you guys have heard me mention Angela Watson in the 40-Hour Teacher Workweek Club a few times throughout this podcast season, and today I'm so honored to have Angela joining us on the podcast to tell us a little bit more about the 40-Hour Workweek Club and to share with us, in particular, we're going to get to six secrets for how real teachers are cutting hours off their workweek, finding work-life balance, and even best of all, um, finding themselves to actually be more effective teachers in the process. So, Angela, thanks so much for taking the time to be with us. Thanks for having me, Linda. So I've been observing this club for a while now, and it's been really cool um, to see the interactions in the Facebook group, and I've had a lot of conversations with you about it as well, but some of our listeners aren't that familiar with the club. So can you explain to us exactly what is the 40-Hour Teacher Workweek Club, you know, who is it for, and, and how does it work? Sure. So the club is a one-year program, and it's designed to help teachers streamline their workloads and figure out what matters most so that they can concentrate on those things and truly be able to let go of all the rest. So it's a little bit like an online course in that it has an official start date and an end date. The next time we're going to be accepting new members is at the end of June for a July start, and members are going to continue through the full one-year program. So every Saturday, they get a short ebook, and it has strategies that help them examine one particular area of their life or their work, and then they choose one way to streamline it. And it comes in an audio version as well. So if they want to, they can just listen on the go instead of reading. And they get printable forms and resources that will help them to simplify their teaching. So there's a lot of content. But our motto is small changes add up to big results. And I encourage club members to choose just one new thing to try each week. And I also provide a private Facebook community so that they can share ideas and talk about how they're adapting the club content for their unique teaching situations. And the discussions in there are just, they're amazing. The teachers who are implementing the strategies started shaving three or five, some even started shaving 10 or more hours off their work week right away. That's just amazing. And and I can attest, I've seen this firsthand in the Facebook group. Like, this is not Angela just saying that. I've seen people leaving comments about how excited they are. They finally had a weekend and with, they took no work home. It's just really amazing to see how well, um, how, how just how much these, this content is really helping teachers to make real changes. And I think that's so smart how it's just a little bit every week 
over time. And Angela, you know, I had one question. You know, as I've been talking to some teachers um, and also some administrators as well, can I, if I could ask you this before we get into the um, the six topics, um, this club is not just about happy helping teachers save time, is it? It seems to also have, I don't know if it's a byproduct or if it was your intention, but it's making teachers more effective and actually sometimes better teachers, more organized. Is that, was that your intention when you created the club? Yeah, absolutely, because I think that what's best for teachers is what's best for kids. Mm-hmm. And if, if we have happy, healthy teachers who feel balanced, who aren't resentful about how much they're working, who have really streamlined things, then they're going to be more present in the classroom. I mean, if I think back on my worst days in the classroom, they were always when I just I wasn't connecting with the kids. I wasn't focused on them because I was so busy thinking about collecting data or doing the paperwork or mm-hmm. whatever else I had to do. So if we can streamline all that other stuff, then you can really focus on your students and that's going to give them a much better learning experience. I love that, and, and, and I agree 100%. When you're not so sh- constantly overwhelmed and stressed, you actually have time to do what matters That's right. instead of spending all your time on the stress and the overwhelm of the little tasks. All right, so like I said, I've been really enjoying seeing this club, but I know you've been kind of trying to analyze this and study who is really getting the best results and how exactly are they doing that. And I think you've been able to come up with some character traits that um, are kind of seen in these teachers that are most successful, that are really cutting time, finding that effectiveness, and that balance that they're looking for. Um, Can you share some of those with us? Yeah, you're exactly right, Linda. Not everyone is getting the same outcome. And I've been observing members very carefully, and I've surveyed them over time. And what I found is that teachers at all different grade levels, from first grade through 12th grade, all across the U.S., we even have some international teachers, too, they're all benefiting. So it's not about what you teach or where you teach. Um, but the amount of time that they save and the, their ability to work more efficiently has a lot to do with their attitude toward the club and their commitment to it. And what, okay. And what, what I realized from surveying them is that the most successful participants usually have, um, I, I discovered six characteristics that they have. So the first one is that our most successful members are committed to making permanent lifestyle changes. So they're not crash dieters who want to make a dramatic change just for two weeks and then fall back into their old habits. They're really determined to look at more efficient ways of working, and they're trying to find ways to implement those strategies for the rest of their careers. Okay, so they're not um – so so what does that mean then? Does that mean that they're um, just kind of doing what you said, like a little bit each week? They're not trying to overwhelm themselves? Exactly. They're pacing themselves and they're thinking about what is going to be sustainable long term. They're not coming in just looking for some sort of, you know, magic solution that is going to instantly, you know, make it so they don't have to do IEPs anymore or something. <laughs> they're looking like, okay, what are the small things I can do over time that will add up to big results? Okay, so the first thing is that they're looking to make a real change. They're, they're, they're tired of the way things are. They're ready for a change. What's the second thing? So the second trait of most of our successful members is that they've created routines for themselves. They've found habits that they can fit the club into their existing lifestyle, and that helps okay. them to prioritize um, time for the club. So, for example, some of our members, um, every single Sunday morning, they drink coffee, and they read the strategies, and they plan out their week ahead. We have other members who, like on Saturday afternoons, they'll go for a walk or a jog, and they'll listen to the content via an MP3. And then when they get home, they'll start implementing the ideas. Other people go into work early on Monday. They listen in the car. There's all different ways to do it, but the common thread is that they're dedicating time each week to studying the content and deciding what they want to implement. 
And that makes sense because while the, while the content's there, if you don't engage with it, you're not going to learn anything. So, um, how, how much, do you have any idea, like, how much time it would actually take to, obviously, it's not, it's, it's a pretty quick listen or a pretty quick read, but how much, do you know how many, t- much time these people are taking to actually, like, implement a strategy each week? Most members were saying, um, less than an hour a week. So if you listen to the audio, it, most of the audio is between 20 to 30 minutes. So then okay. it just depends on how long you're going to take to plan. Cause some things you may just say, oh, this is just a real quick tip. I'm going to take this. Other things, you know, you may want to research a little more or, you know, may require some more scheduling. So it depends on how much effort really you want to put into it. But the idea really is that they are, they're not trying to find time for the club. What they're mm. doing is they're fitting the club into their existing lifestyle. They're saying, what habits do I already have? I'm already exercising. I'm already cleaning the house. I'm already sitting down in the morning with a cup of coffee and reading something. So maybe I can fit the, the club into one of those existing habits. Uh, that makes sense because otherwise it's easy to just come up with the excuse I didn't have time this week and then you just you never you never make that time and then and then you never reap the benefits of it. Exactly. Okay. Awesome. Um, what's the next reason? Or habit rather. Sure. So our most successful members tend to participate at least once per week in the Facebook group. Now the participation is optional, but I found that those who join are more likely to stick with the club and adapt the ideas for their teaching context because they have the ability to learn from other teachers and get support. So it's not a matter of more time in the Facebook group equals better results. We all know that social media can be a big distraction from getting things done. But the most successful members tend to be those who pop in on a fairly regular basis. They learn from other people and um, they let us know about their progress so we can provide support and answer questions. Okay, that's awesome. And and I've noticed that you even, um, can you tell us a little bit about in the club, you have these weekly recaps. Can you share a little bit about that? Yep, we're calling them the, the best of the club conversation. So what I do is you know, I read every single post um, in the group. I don't always respond to every single one, but I do read them all. And then what I do is I pick the ones that I think are most relevant to the content or that generated the most helpful discussions that other members might like to to go back and see. And then we have those recapped every single week. So there's like an album of all the best conversations for every month of the club. So if you want to, all you have to do is just pop in once a week or even once a month and you can just look at that whole album. You can get all the highlights and not feel like you missed anything. Awesome. So it can be really quick, um, but they're, they're checking in, they're getting that extra level of support. Right. Awesome. Okay. So what's the fourth um, trait of those that are most successful at cutting off time and finding that balance? So the fourth trait is that the club members who are really successful view the club as a sort of lifeline that supports them rather than thinking of it as an obligation that they have to keep up with. Mm. I found that the people who keep telling themselves, oh, I'm falling behind, um, you know, and they pressure themselves to use all the content, they get sucked into this guilt spiral. And then they disengage from yeah. the club because they pressured themselves. They're like, oh, i got to do every suggestion. I have to implement everything. I have to do it all perfectly. And then you just give up and you end up not utilizing anything. So the most successful right. members are creating realistic expect- expectations for themselves. And they see the club as being there to support them rather than creating more work for them. That makes sense. So instead of feeling – I guess this would just be more of a mental shift. Right, exactly. Because – 
I, I don't think I would be very surprised, actually, if there were any members in the club who kept up with every single week. I mean, I, I think there's probably a few really diehard people who do that. But um, I think just about everybody has skipped a week, has, you know, taken a vacation or, you know, maybe they got they got sick or their kids got sick and they skipped a week. Or maybe they just found that week um, wasn't something uh, wasn't a pressing issue for them. And so they decided, OK, I'll come back to that if they need it. So you're right. It's a mindset shift. It's not about the most successful people are, you know, without fail, keeping up with this every single week. It's just that they've decided, you know what, this is here to support me. It's not an obligation for me. This is a resource that I can turn to when I want to. Um, and I don't have to do it all. And really, that's that's leads us right in actually to the, the fifth trait. Um, our most successful members skim through the materials. They focus only on the strategies that address their greatest needs. So they're not trying to do it all. And you know, I'm giving them lots of different suggestions. They just go through and pick the one that really resonates with them. Um, I heard recently from a member who said that she just spends 15 minutes a week. She just literally skims over that PDF and she looks for the one thing that jumps out at her. And that's what she does. So she doesn't feel pressure to try to do it all. She just picks what is relevant for her. Which is really what you're teaching in the club, isn't it? Like how to take all these things that we feel like we have to do as teachers and really decide what, act, what actually should I do? And, and to not waste the time with everything else that you don't need. Exactly, because that's just how it is as a teacher, right? There's so many things you want to do, all the things with your students, and you just can't. You just have to pick the most important things that will have the biggest impact and focus on those things. Yep, absolutely. Okay, so what's the last trait? The last one is that our most successful members focus on aspects of their work that they can control. So it's a really, really positive group. You've seen... Um, in the club, how positive people are. They are not about making excuses. They're not about thinking about why the ideas couldn't work for their teaching context. We have members who started shaving hours off their work week the very first week they joined. Quite a few of them did. And without exception, those are the teachers who chose to take risks. And they're thinking outside the box. They're implementing new ideas, no matter what obstacles they're facing. Some of the teachers in the club have insane workloads. They have so much pressure piled on them from their administrators. And they just say, you know what? I'm going to do the best with what I can. I'm going to focus on the things that I can control. And I'm going to start creating change. That's awesome. And, and, you know, you just alluded to the fact, I, I bet that's a question a lot of people have. Like, what if, what if you, there's these teachers um, that, they do have a lot of expectations from their administration. There's a lot of things they have to do. Is this, this is helping even teachers like that? Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, everybody's seeing different results. Um, and it is very individualized. But I think that there's hope for every teacher. I don't think there's any teacher who is in a, in a context where they couldn't save more time. I think we can all work more efficiently. We can all do a better job of prioritizing. It's just it's a lifelong journey, right? It's something that we all have to, to work on every single day. Absolutely. So just to recap, let's go through these real quick. Um, number one was successful members are committed to making permanent lifestyle changes. Um, successful members have created routines, so the club is a regular part of their life. Um, the successful members participate at least once per week in the Facebook group. They view the club as a lifeline, not an obligation to, you know, that they feel overwhelmed by. They don't try to do it all, and then they focus on what they can control as opposed to making excuses. So, Angela, if someone's listening to this right now and they're thinking, okay, like, I, I would love to join this club, but, like, can I, like, how do I know I'm going to be one of these members? Like, what would you say to someone like that? So if you're not sure if you're a good fit for the club, um, what you have to really think about is how badly do you want change? How badly are you willing to prioritize this? 
it's it's not a huge time commitment, but it does require you to be at a place in your life where you're saying, okay, I don't want to keep doing things the way that I've I've been doing them. Something has got to be different if I'm going to stay in this profession um, and I'm ready to start making steps now. So so if I'm hearing you right, you're saying that, you know, if someone is at that point where they say, I, I have to make a change, then they can totally do this. It's just really that mindset of I'm going to commit to this. I'm going to be... I, I was going to say be all in. You don't have to be all in, um, but you're saying I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make this a priority. I'm going to, you know, engage every week real quickly, even if it is. Um, but if they're just making that, that choice, if they realize how important it is, then they should be able to see some great success with the club. Right. And they're, and they're making the commitment. And then the, because of that commitment, they're showing themselves grace when they don't live up to that because right. everybody is going to is going to slip. Everybody is going to, I mean, that's just how it is in life, right? Like we don't ever do anything exactly the way that we'd want to do that. So when, when they hit these walls, they're willing to say, you know what, that's okay. I'm not going to just give up and go back to the way I was doing things. I'm just going to keep moving forward. You know, just like if you are trying to watch your weight and eat healthy and then, you know, you have a big piece of chocolate cake, you don't want to just say, okay, forget it. You know, I'm never going to get healthy. I might as well just eat junk food every day for the rest of my life. You're going to say, nope, I'm going to make a better choice in the next moment. And then that when that moment comes, make a good choice again. Oh, that makes total sense. And, and you know, the one other thought, this, this time commitment that you're talking about, it, it's not just like you're asking teachers to commit 30 minutes a week and then like like they're adding to their plate. They're, they're investing that time to save time all throughout the rest of the year, right? I mean, exactly. It, it is. It's not spending time on the club. You're investing it. You know, it's just like, you know, with your money, you can either spend your money and then it's gone or you can invest it in something that is going to bring you more money later, a bigger return later on. Absolutely. So if, if people would like to join the 40-hour week work, uh, work week club, when can they do that and, and how exactly do they do that? So the club is open to new members only from June 26th to July 6th. And it's going to start in July, very beginning of July. So you want to try to get in there right around that um, end of June date if you can't. And we're going to kick things off by talking about how to maximize your summer so that back to school is less stressful. So if someone wants to join, they have to enroll between June 26th and July 6th. So if they're listening to this before that time frame or after, they should get on your email list so they can be notified as soon as they can join. Yes, and if you go to teachfortheheart.com slash 40hourteacher, um, depending on when you go there, there'll be either a um, place for you to sign up for the wait list or for you to go ahead and join right away, as well as some bonus material, a review of the club, and a lot more information at teachfortheheart.com slash 40hourteacher. So Angela, do you have any closing thoughts for those who are really struggling with work-life balance and are, and are considering joining this club? You know, the number one thing that I hear from club members is that they're so grateful that they don't have to figure everything out alone. Right. You know, work-life balance is so complex, and, and so is the art of teaching. And I don't think anyone should have to try to create all their own lesson plans and all their grading techniques and all their classroom procedures by themselves. I think that having a community where you can share classroom-tested ideas with other people saves so much time, and it keeps you from having to keep reinventing the wheel. And that's really my goal for teachers. I want every teacher to feel supported and to feel like they're doing their very best job for kids, but that they're not having to sacrifice their health and their family time in order to do that. 
Absolutely, and we've been talking all uh, all season on this podcast about some of the reasons why you just you you can't give and give and give, and, and not take that time um, for yourself, for your family, for these other important aspects of your life. And I just love that there's a program out there like this. And you know, like you said, you, you could go online and, and try to Google productivity tips and, and find things, but but once again, you're spending so much time on that, and and you don't have that support, and, and it's just it's just hard. Um, that that's hard to do to just say um, to just try to go it at yourself at on your own. And I'm just so glad that there's this program is available, and um, hope a lot of people will be able to take advantage of it this summer. Thank you, Linda. I'm, I'm so grateful for this opportunity to talk about this. You can tell it's something that I'm really passionate about, and it's just so exciting to see all the teachers benefiting and that I'm I'm able to help. It really is a blessing. Well, thanks so much for being with us, Angela. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Linda. And there you have it. I'm so glad that I could have Angela on um, so you could hear for yourself the passion she has for helping teachers finally find that balance. I really just cannot say enough about how amazing this program is. And so I hope that if you've spent this last year feeling stressed and overwhelmed, if you felt like you don't have the time you want for your family, that you'll check out the 40-Hour Teacher Workweek Club. Once again, all the information is at teachfortheheart.com slash 40hourteacher. And no matter when you're listening to this podcast episode, we'll have updated info there. But especially if you're listening, um, end of July, uh, end of June, beginning of July, you need to act now because enrollment closes on July uh, July 6th. July 6th is the last day to enroll, and it's only open twice a year, so you don't want to miss out. We've made a habit this season of closing in prayer, so let's take just a moment to do that. Lord, thank you so much for these teachers, and um, I just pray that you'll help them have a wonderful summer that'll be relaxing and refreshing, that you'll help them use their time efficiently, be able to spend time with family. And I pray, Lord, for those um, that have been stressed and overwhelmed and just honestly realize that they can't keep going like this, I pray that you'll help them uh, just to um, be able to find that balance that they crave. I pray that you'll give them peace about whether or not this is the program that will help them and um, that if it is, that you'll um, help them to be able to enroll and to get a lot of benefit out, out of it. In your name we pray. Amen. Next week, we'll be diving a little bit deeper into the club in our last episode of the season. I'm hoping to have a member or two on to share about their experience, so I hope you'll join us then. As always, you can get the notes and links at teachfortheheart.com slash podcast19. And once again, the info to join the 40-Hour Teacher Workweek, go to teachfortheheart.com slash 40-HourTeacher. Looking forward to seeing you next week. In the meantime, keep growing, keep striving. You really are making a difference.